There's this elusive bird in northern Michigan. It's there, if you know where to look for it. Right where fields and wetlands meet. That's its bread and butter. And in springtime, you'll see it dancing at dawn or dusk, when it's safer from hawks. I think he's on this side of the shrubs. But let's just see if we can watch. We should be able to see him go up. I'm Dan Wanshura. That story, next on Points North a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. There he is, there he is right there. Right here. Did you hear Listen. 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 There he is again. That's right there. Can you hear that beat? Do you hear that? This is a woodcock. It's a dull-colored bird, just a little bigger than a robin. At this point, you might be thinking, okay, whatever, who cares? That's fine. But this little bird is really cool. That's because at this rare point of the day, when the light is just right, it does this incredible dance where it shoots up into the sky like a rocket. I've never been a huge bird guy. Growing up, I was more into toads, frogs, and turtles. I had a favorite toad named Burrow, and a painted turtle I called Myrtle. This is the cool area. When I was younger, though, I remember my uncle taking me to look for snipes, which ironically are very similar to woodcocks. We traipsed around a small lake in Minnesota with flashlights just after dusk. It was memorable. But we found nothing, and I was kind of disappointed. Tonight, I'm hoping Kieran Fleming and Brian Granger come through. They work with the Little Traverse Conservancy. So far, they've delivered on this weird little noise I'm hearing. It's the dumbest sound in the world, isn't it? It's just hilarious. It makes me me laugh, but, you know, he's just out there singing his little heart out. He's singing his little heart out, trying to attract a mate. The sound he's making is called painting, and he's saying something like, I'm single and ready to mingle. I'm married now, but if I was trying to get the attention of a potential mate, painting would definitely not be my opening line. There's something relaxing about standing in an open field with a microphone at dusk. You start noticing everything around you. It begins to sound louder. Frogs chirping there. A flock of seagulls passing through. He's increasing the rapidity of his vocalization. That's an indication that he'll go Then, all of a sudden, with the frenetic burst of energy, there he is. We finally see him, maybe a hundred yards away. He's up in the air. See him? There he goes. There he is. There he is. Watch this. You go right up in the space near your circle. The silhouette of a woodcock, beating his wings faster and faster in a pastel-colored sky. A distinct twittering noise comes from air hitting the bird's feathers as it flies. He's going to keep going up until we can't even see him anymore, probably. Up and up he goes, spiraling hundreds of feet up into the air. And then at the apex of his flight, he starts to chirp. Oh, he's coming down. You hear the chirping? That means he's coming back down. It's almost like he's tumbling down in a sort of controlled freefall. Coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down. Boom, right there. Did you get him? Straight that way. I think he's right there. 
The whole routine is amazing to watch and listen to. I feel as if I've peeked behind the curtain of one of nature's theaters. But now, I'm feeling kind of greedy. Can we get even closer? I think what we should do is when he gets back up, if you're game for it, we'll cut straight across the field, right into the bush, right next to that field. Because the woodcock lands so close to where he takes off, it can be pretty easy to get close to the bird, if you're sneaky. So when it takes flight for another sky dance, we make our move across the field. The woodcock population has been declining for decades. Habitat loss is the main reason. There are fewer young forests and wetlands. It's a bird that because it migrates, you know, it has to have a habitat up north for its mating season and brood rearing. And then it has to have a winter habitat too, and then it has to have places to stop off in between. So, you know, it's all connected. And... Kieran Fleming calls the woodcock an indicator species, a sort of thermometer that tells you how the habitat is changing. By now, our woodcock has landed again, and this time we're just about five yards away, hiding in some brush. Grown adults kneeling in soggy ground like we're kids playing a game of hide-and-seek. In his famous book, A Sand County Almanac, conservationist Aldo Leopold dedicates an entire essay to the woodcock. It's titled, Sky Dance. He writes, I owned my farm for two years before learning that the sky dance is to be seen over my woods every evening in April and May. Since we discovered it, my family and I have been reluctant to miss even a single performance. After this evening, I think I understand why. That was awesome. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's close. I mean, I've only done that a handful of times where I've actually been that close. I can tell just by looking at you. It's hard not to kind of get into it this I mean, you get this great giggle, this grin, this this excitement thing, you know, and it's just one piece. I, I heard a snipe come in. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. For Points North, I'm Dan Wanshura at the Elizabeth Hoffman Nature Preserve in Charlevoix.